the whiteboards are, a podcast by educators about all things education. I'm Amanda Wood. I'm in my ninth year of education. I've switched schools twice, so I've been around the block a couple times. Ooh, that sounds really bad. Can I start that again? <laughs> why, why this way? Call me Judy from the block. Just, you know, I don't know why they let me in the room uh, most days. My name is Amanda Wood, and I am in my ninth year of education. I have been an English teacher these past nine years, as well as taught yearbook, taken over prom, worn many, many hats at different schools, and I have a master's in educational leadership as well. I'm Jacob Conklin. I am a former teacher who taught for 11 years. I taught high school special education for eight years. I switched over to regular education math for three years. I also taught high school leadership and a media class that did photography, video production, that sort of thing. My name is Sam Ravens. I have been teaching for nine years. I teach high school English, which has covered basically every grade level now at this point, along with a bunch of English electives. I have a master's in educational administration, and I am currently a doctoral candidate in educational leadership and policy analysis. My name is Eric Schrantz. Uh, I'm a music educator. I'm in my sixth year of teaching. I spent my first three years of teaching um, being a history teacher. For the last three years, I've been teaching band in a small rural school district, and they've managed to mix in some history with that again. When we start a podcast, one of the questions that I think people often ask is why? Why would you start a podcast about education of all things? Who's going to listen to that? Why would you do that? For me, it's a, I don't know, there are lots of reasons. One, I really like you all. So it's a <laughs> good time to like get together and, and chat about something that we are passionate about, which is education. Um, even though I'm outside of the classroom, I still have Kind of a deep passion for all things learning and education. I have children that will be going to public school, I think. You know, you never know. Oh, I was like, we <laughs> the whole, those vouchers. The, the whole system may dissolve. Who knows? That's um, true. You know, I've been around education a long time. I'm product of it and still fascinated by it and want it to be as good as it can. Um, I like to to give back and provide, you know, some sort of support to to teachers and educators out there. And it's a chance to bring in really interesting people and find out their ideas. And I don't know that we'll ever have any like solution to anything, but I think it's getting people together, maybe who have opposing views and kind of talk it out, work it out. I don't know. What, what about you all? Why would you guys want to do something like this? Well, I think especially this past year with COVID and all of those sorts of things happening in the world, it's important that we all kind of come together in a platform that is transparent for people. And so I think it's really nice that. We can sit together and talk and have these meaningful conversations that can also be shared with people that maybe aren't from the classroom world, or maybe they are a teacher and they're struggling and they want to commiserate in that struggle or commiserate in that success, whichever way it kind of goes. So I think that's really important and why I wanted to do the podcast for sure. I don't know. I was trying to come up with a specific answer and uh, I don't know that I have a specific answer. Um, I do like what Amanda was saying about how it gives other educators a chance to, uh, I guess, feel some solidarity that like, you know, the struggle isn't 
uh, independently experienced. Like we're not alone in uh, the issues that we face in the classroom. So there's that. And then also the, the opportunity to raise awareness to people who don't see the classroom every day. And this is, you know, a good uh, form of media to do that kind of thing, to just a basic exploration of, or I guess sharing of perspectives uh, from, from experience. But again, I, I don't have a more specific answer than that. I have some self-reflection to do. <laughs> I mean, I, right. I it's to be famous, yeah. duh. Just, just to listen to myself talk. <laughs> yeah, really, really I want to hear myself Double in I love my, my voice. Yes. I mean, and that's really um, why we invited Sam on. I mean, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> she had the chance to be on MTV. And being the prima donna she is, she straight up refused. <laughs> I just don't get the allure. Like, for people who actively want to be famous, I've never... I don't understand. I just want to be left alone mostly. But that's what makes you famous. Like, <laughs> you're so aloof to it. I'm going to be like uh, Johnny Depp level famous. And then you all can be like, um, who's a famous influencer? You're going to be like a YouTuber where they tell you all their business, right? I'm going to have a secret island. That's, that's going to be the difference. <laughs> um, I have a, a lot of thoughts. I was trying to organize them very quickly in my brain. So I think one of the important things about talking about education in general is that education is something that we all share. And I don't mean like we at the table, like globally in an ideal situation. Unfortunately, obviously, there are people who are deprived of education. But in an ideal situation, everybody participates in the system, right? So it's like important to talk about and not just when everything seems to be a terrible mess, which tragically it sort of does now. You know, um, so there's that. And the idea of like pulling other people into the conversation, I think is good. I think oftentimes, I think a couple of us have mentioned this on other episodes. We don't hear about things until people are upset. So like a greater community sometimes doesn't really want to be involved in education until they have a problem with something that's happening, which I also don't love. Like we should be talking about it the whole time and working on things together because it's a community issue. Um, what else? I think, um, you know, my favorite conspiracy that's not a conspiracy theory is that people are actively trying to dismantle public education, um, which I will 100%, I think, always think is true until it stops, if it ever does. Um, and I think part of us trying to at least draw awareness from what is actually happening inside public education is invaluable, while there are people who are actively working to dismantle that system. So I don't know. I think there's lots of good things about talking more about what I've found on the other side of the classroom now is that I could not have been successful without the collaboration of peers. And I think the four of us are all really humble in what we do. And we're always trying to be, I shouldn't say, well, like <laughs> I am no longer a teacher, so I guess I'm not pursuing that. They are. But when I did teach with them, um, and to hear them talk even today, you know, it's the pursuit of trying to be better. You know, it's not an exact science. It's a refined art and it's collaborative and trying to bring more people to the table, I think helps make us all better. Right. Um, I definitely don't know everything about education by any means. Um, and I think there's some really interesting, intelligent people that have thoughts and experiences that can help I don't know, improve the industry as a whole. Mm -hmm. Well, and part of what you said there makes me think about how t 
teaching is education in general, both for the student and the teacher and the administrator and everybody who's involved in it, is such a reflective practice. And there's like no time to reflect when you're like actually in the system. So like as a teacher, you don't have a lot of time to just sit down and think to yourself, like, how are things going? What are we doing? And I, I have to assume admin feels the same. And like students don't want to because you make them do the work all day. So now they're tired. So I think having like protected time, essentially, where you're reflecting on that and collaborating with others, still supported by podcasting. I still get people that are like, why an education podcast? And I know we've, we've kind of addressed that. But I think that, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just rambling here. I don't know. Going, so we'll just <laughs> Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think. <clears throat> you know, like some people are like, oh, well, I get that you're going to do a podcast, right? Based on that you're doing all this media stuff, but why education? And to me, it's, you know, well, Sam kind of mentioned this, and I think we've all touched on it. Like, we're all touched by education. Like, it's if public education is dismantled, education in and of itself doesn't go away. And education is, in my mind, it's the solution to a great many woes within society, right? And a lot of people that are making decisions in education are not educators. They have, have never no, been right and and nor do they ever want to be right so getting people together to talk about those things it, in my mind i hope that there can be some influence of change or maybe somebody who has influence to make change will listen and garner some wisdom from you know the collective group of people that we bring together but there's so Listening to you talk, it reminded me of a quote. I couldn't remember the exact source of it, um, but I'm thinking of a TED Talk by Jake Weidman. Weidman. Uh, he's a, uh, uh, oh my gosh, I forgot the word. He's a master penman. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Incredible TED Talk. He just talks about three types of creativity um, and the importance of being able to write by hand. Um, and at one point in the TED Talk, he talks about how important it is that we don't like replace the pen with technology, but we also don't replace technology with pen. Like both have their place in society. Um, and his the quote that I was thinking of, it's I'm gonna butcher this, but it's something to the effect of uh, as with anything else in our society, we declare its importance by what we do or do not teach our children. And so without a system of education, how how can we be cognizant of what it is that we're passing on to them? And so having that uh, th this space like facilitates a larger discussion about like being aware of what we're going to do, like go going to what you were saying about like if the right person listens to it, it has the potential to um, uh, affect change. Uh, but if we don't do it, then we never have the opportunity. The chance isn't even there. I think this is also really like therapeutic for all of us to do. And so you know, maybe listeners will also find it therapeutic in some way to listen to our maybe ramblings or our discussions and find that not only are you not alone, but that there is a sense of hope in that. Like if we can come up with some solutions or some questions that maybe you've never thought of that can help you in your own teaching practice, then that's awesome. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, how many times at the end of the day, did we seek each other out just to decompress and get that camaraderie of like, I, I'm going through something. I just need to talk this out. I don't even need you to say anything. I just need to 
unload and process through this. Um, yeah, like it is very therapeutic. And before we even started recording, we kind of joked about teacher trauma. And when I bring up teacher trauma, that, that's not to dismiss any trauma that anybody else has ever experienced by no means. But I think people in education will understand those terms and like the things that you deal with and you that stick with you. Um, and I think this helps address some of that. Good God. The things that some of my seventh graders have said to me that just like, they don't even mean to illuminate what's going on in their lives. You know, they're just like, Oh, this is what I did this weekend. And it, I just, in a lot of ways, appalls me. I'm like, Oh, like you are traumatized. Like you don't realize it. And, but then that in turn, I just end up with this really weird, like numbness, like emotional numbness where I'm like, I, I can't even do anything about it. Yeah. Well, and I, uh, kind of in relation to that, I think one of the good things about a podcast like this, specifically about education is I always think it's important to remember that groups are made up of individuals, right? We are all real individual people. The people who might come on to talk to us are real individual people. And I think oftentimes, especially because right now education is like shunted into this very bipartisan space, it's easy to forget like that there's individuals behind something and that it's not just like a group. And it's really easy to vilify a group. But if you like get to know a person, we can make a lot more progress and talk. Thank you for listening to us explore our reasons behind starting this podcast. We really appreciate your time and attention. Please join us next time as we talk a little bit about what got us into teaching in the first place. If you have any comments, questions, uh, topic suggestions, anything like that, please feel free to reach out to us. We have an email address. It is WTWA at 277media.com, where the whiteboards are. WTWA at 277media.com. Thanks for listening to Where the Whiteboards Are. The opinions expressed in our podcast are that of the individuals and do not represent the opinions of their employers, school districts, or communities in which they work.